recording. <laughs> Can you burp on command? Can you do that? Um, probably. I can't. I've never been able to do that. Hang on, let me see if I can. Hang on. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> that was. I don't so anti fucking climatic. That was really. <laughs> Fuck. That oh, was fuck. like. That was the Game of Thrones season eight of burps. That was not. You are listening to the Laughing Skulls. Just sit back and relax. And that's weirdly timed, but mm. there's a little mini fly in my face. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but yes, welcome everyone. Hello, everyone. To uh, the laughing Skulls. Skulls. Mm. Uh, episode 27. 27. 27. That actually, hey. you know what? That just um, ticked something off in my mind, mm. but we will save that okay. for the end. Welcome to the 27 Club, Beach. <gasps> that's what it was. Oh, it was the 27 Club. Oh. What the you Dude. and I fucking zing, zing. <laughs> oh, at some fuck. point we can really like we can just like look at the 27 club because I think that is f- so fitting for right? this episode. Um, um I I, <laughs> I was gonna say that our friend of the pod, Allison, she uh we went out to dinner, mm. Laura and I went out to dinner with her and her partner. And oh my god. <laughs> What? I was like, oh, I don't know what episode we're up to. She goes, 26. And I was like, all right, shit. <laughs> Big fan. Big, Big fan. fan. Huge. <laughs> we should get her on one time. We we definitely yeah, need we should. to. How are you, mate? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Um, <laughs> just coming off of some severe anxiety, mm. imposter syndrome, mm. depression. That's just that's the a bit classic. Bit, a, bit a little of- bit of spice. Um, <laughs> I have been working like ridiculous hours, mm. but I am starting a new job, which I won't talk about yet on the pod, but it's just been like um, lots of prep, lots of finishing up on freelancing jobs before I start. Uh, so yeah, that's been how I've been. Mm. How have you been? I've been good. Much like you been working like a absolute dog. Mm. Mm. It's um, It's been good. Uh, it was Melbourne Cup week. Yes, yeah. it was Melbourne Cup week. Yeah, um, I'm not a better, I'm not a horse race person. I'm not like a- Me neither. I don't really like the horse racing. Mm. It's not my cup of tea. Mm. Not to get really political, but I'm not about like the cruelty about what happens before or during and after. So- um, 100%. I just kind of go for the food because it's very much a part of the culture. Yes. Um, yes, You know, I true. had a pie, had a sausage roll. Oh, my God, I made these really good sausage rolls the other day. It was fucking premium. Well, you handmade them. Yeah. What? 
Yeah, next time you come, I'll go. I'll go make some. Yes. Yeah. I haven't made sausage rolls probably for a few years. I used to. They used to be one of my go tos. Like you get the puff pastry and you can make your own. Mm. You know, like mince with herbs and stuff. Yeah, I should go. I'm sure you yours would be mountain. delish. There's a really, really good pie place mm. up there. So uh, yeah, <sighs> but. I haven't had a solid pie in ages. You should fucking go. The last time that I went up there, I had a chicken and chorizo pie. Oh. Yo. And Yum. then do you know what they had? They had a baked custard tart. It was hot. That's your shit. That sounds real fucking great, eh? Mm, shit. It does, eh? I know. Fucking sick, eh? <laughs> it's um, fucking <laughs> sick. So sick. Speaking of sausage rolls, though, yeah, mate. I just have to tell you. Um, so uh, this this week yeah. on Wednesday, I had the absolute privilege <laughs> of being the photographer for the Idols, who are a big band from the UK. Yes, um, a lot of people describe them as post punk. They hate being described that way. I think they just would. They don't actually put a label on their sound. But for anyone listening, they're like the Sex Pistols mixed with maybe the strokes they're absolute nuts absolutely nuts and so much fun and political and amazing and um just a good time and and they did they did two sold out shows at the Enmore mm-hmm. and afterwards on the first night they did a DJ set where they just played all their favorite stuff at the Lansdowne and so that's what I got to shoot and I got to hang out with them and they were super lovely anyway I knew that it was going to be rowdy yeah right but I didn't know Like every time I thought it was going to dip and like maybe this is going to be the end, Mm -hmm. it just escalated. Like it kept getting so nuts. (laughs) Um, I just, like, I I can't even. You messaged me and I was like, I can't fucking wait to talk to you. (laughs) So I've got the photos. I will put them up um, (laughs) depending, not the the obviously uncensored ones. Um, But once the company I shot for puts up the album, if they pick any of the ones I've done, mm. then I'll post them on our account as well. Okay. There was just a point where, so some fans started to try to get on stage with them while they were DJing, which happens. And the land sounds pretty chill. Like they are famous for having absolutely crazy nights. Mm-hmm. And so there was this guy in a beanie who was going nuts. Like I could see him progressively getting more drunk, maybe high. I don't know. And he was just having the time of his life. And then at some point, <laughs> myself and the, the venue photographer, <sighs> we just noticed everyone was looking at the stage with their jaws down. And we were like, what's going on? Like it started getting, everyone just rushed. This guy had gone fully stark naked and was like swinging Fuck. his shirt around like a helicopter and like hugging the band, like full frontal naked, dancing. You... Typically in any other venue, this guy would get kicked out, Mm. maybe even arrested. I don't know. The band were like, just did not give a shit. And they were like (laughs) hugging him at one point. I think it was the guitarist. He picked up the fan that was keeping them cold and was fanning his sausage. And um, I do have a photo of this as well. And no, it was so funny. I'm just going to. Okay. So I've seen now. The censored version. Okay. I, I'm just going to look one thing that I can say. I appreciate that he's still wearing socks because fuck, I would not want to go barefoot on that floor. On that carpet. Absolutely. Fuck, no. The absolute. Nah. I, I couldn't think of the, the actual hygiene. stickiness. The, it's the sticky. athlete's foot that you athlete's would get. foot. 
um, the yeah. sweat, the this, the that, the potential cocaine that's on the floor. Just cocaine. something. I, 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 I use the fucking cocaine on the floor, but yeah. <laughs> him holding his fucking bonds underwear. Oh, man. And, and it's the it, knee brace for me. Yeah. Oh, I noticed that after the knee brace. <laughs> he has um, to make sure that he's protected. But I also I know. He's got this and the tattoo on his thigh and it's like a... Mm. A jaw, like a yeah, set of teeth? it's 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 teeth. It's like a set of teeth, um, not f- clenching fully, just a little bit like open. It's a bit of jarred. So it looks like yeah. it looks like and remind me of. Do you know how they did a mold of Ted Bundy's teeth? Yes, yeah, that's what it reminds yes. me of. Yeah, it's sort of maybe. And then he's got lips. You'll see in the uncensored one. He's did got you a just kiss. Sense okay. Yes, here we he's go. He's got a lipstick. I don't see pieces often. So. No. <laughs> no. No! No! It's swinging around, open in the air, but only as much as it can swing. Um, Fuck! Fuck! Can you see the lipstick kiss tattoo near the pen? I can. He's. Like fully embracing this guy, Honest. he's pissing himself. Like, mate, I his can't balls even- are bigger than his. That is so fucking gross, bro. And he's got. Oh fuck! This has been the first time I've ever photographed somebody naked, and all the other photographers were going ham. And everyone whipped out their phones. This guy did not care. Like, it was Woodstock in one person. Okay. Do you reckon this and guy was so, high as a kite, though? You know what? I actually don't. I'm not sure if he was high, but he was definitely wasted. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tried at some points, and you will see if they post it in the gallery. I can show you another time. But I tried to line up the beer can that was on the DJ booth with his penis so that it would <laughs> not require me to do any. <laughs> yeah. So I wouldn't have to manually censor it out with, like, an X and stuff. Can you imagine? And I sort of ma- managed. Yeah. Can you oh imagine God. the intrusive thought that went into this guy's mind and said, Naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naked. Yeah. Naked. Go for yeah, it. yeah. That sounds like a yeah. really good idea, mate. Naked? Yeah. Okay. All right, let's do this. Yeah. Oh my Fuck. god. Um, but I mean, if by all means, what if you dude. zoom in. What a guy. Yeah, I mean, honestly, um, I, I just went for it because I was like, I have to capture this. Um, this is just insane. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty bold. That was that was the craziest thing that happened. This was my favorite event of the year, mm-hmm. and it was as rowdy as I thought it would be. I ended up leaving at three a.m. Nice. I could have said. I think they they was only contracted to DJ for an hour and a half, and they DJed for like four and a half hours or something. That's solid. Um. Yeah, I did have work the next day. It was I was on a high for like two straight days after this. It was absolutely amazing. I remember um, you messaged me the next day and you go, fuck, I just woke up. My favourite yeah. thing about our friendship is I'm already at work for three hours and you go, just woke up, bro. <laughs> it's like 11 a.m. and you're like, oh, hey, bro, you just woke up. It's Fine. 11 o'clock. I've had well, three meetings. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Well, that's going to be different now. I'll be back. I'll be like you and everyone else working nine to five, Monday to Friday. You're going to have a grown-up job. <laughs> I'll have a grown-up job for the first time in, a, in a, a quite a while. In, in, a, in um, a minute, yeah. 
In a hot minute. I will, when these things come up though on a Wednesday and they're too good to pass up, I'll still be doing it Mm. and um, throwing myself under the bus. But I really don't care. This was so much fun and so (laughs) worth it. Fucking hell. What a time. What a time to be Um, alive. Yeah, seriously. What was the highlight of your week? Because I want to know. Do I have one? Can it compete? Oh, yes. Yellowstone is going to be fucking coming out. Okay. I've seen the posters everywhere and I think of you every time I, I see them. I fucking can't wait. I tell, I'm going to tell everyone for our 100th episode, yeah. I'm going to get a fucking cowboy tattoo. I didn't give a flying do fuck. It. Oh, my God. Do it. I was going to say, yee, yee. Fuck. Yee, yee. Yee, yee. I'll do it. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if we had a tattooist at my wedding? <gasps> Um, that's going to be dangerous and because I will and definitely I'll be doing that. I'll go and that. get a tattoo for Laura and it'll say forever, like the number four and then E-V-A, forever. You should take it a step further and do five ever. Remember when that was a <gasps> five thing? Five ever, yeah, five ever. And then my, my brother-in-law call each other M9s because we're more than mates. Wow. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> what? Or like I, or like I, <sighs> or like I still go and call people M7s because it's being less than a mate. Less than a mate. Mm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. And also the M tra- M7 is shit. So <laughs> it's not that shit of a motorway. It can be really shit when there's traffic. Mm, I don't know. I, I'm just trying to add to the to the metaphor. But anyway. Speaking of tattoos. Yeah. Should we go into our rip of the week? We should. Do you want to so do it? I, do you want to do what I normally do? Uh, do it. Um, do it. Rip. rip. Is that what you do? Yes. <laughs> oh. I can't do it as good as you, but I tried. Rip. Oh, the wings. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh fuck. So that sound bite is gonna come back and haunt me. I can see it right now. (laughs) (laughs) Um so this rip of the week this week. So this goes up to um the free clock app that keeps on giving. Fuck me. Um giving or taking away. It's giving me, bro. It's giving me life. It's giving me not life. That what you sent me is just. <laughs> so I hate if you it. haven't, uh, if you've been living under a rock, well, or maybe it's just my algorithm, because apparently in comparison to 80s, my Your algorithm is called. <laughs> so this account is called Nizam Family with a blue heart. Oh, it man. is. It's a girl named Narali Najam with her partner or girlfriend or now ex girlfriend Laura. They've gone and had a baby together. So I think the uh-huh. thing. I think they did the thing where they combined. Is that a word? Combined. They they combined. went and combined. But their I like egg. combined. It's fun. So it's like a little bit of both of them. That's fucking amazing that you can do that. I know, right? By the way. And they've had a baby. So Laura, she looks like a soul, like an island boy. You can't tell me that she doesn't look an island boy. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the fucking TikToks. It's gonna be an Aww. island boy. Um, yeah. And so they've called themselves Keeping Up with the Najams uh, documentary out on YouTube now. I've also gone Jesus. and taken a look. At, I've also gone and taken a look at their <laughs> their YouTube. They've got 
5,000 subscribers. And so they're God, really going all out. Are you one out. of them? No. Okay, all right. That's made me feel a bit better about this. So <laughs> Maura has gone and cheated on uh-huh. Morali and in retaliation, she has got about five tattoos of her name and then she has two portraits and they're really bad portraits of said Laura on her face, one on her cheek and one on her neck. And, oh, shit, sorry, and even one on her forearm. I am sorry. This is not a retaliation. This is a you're failing really fucking hard. Are you looking at the TikToks? Yes, and she's and got I hate it. really bad shots of her in a few of them and, like, one of them is, like, a, a long-sleeve T-shirt of her with like an ironed on <laughs> fuck iron on like Snapchat picture that she screenshotted. <sighs> and it also is one and it go and it goes daddy 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 daddy. But the thing that is really, really getting me, and I think that she's probably got maybe like postpartum psychosis, is that she goes, if I can't Aww. have you, no one can. But that's something that like people say before they go and kill them. Yeah, that's a really, really terrifying thing to say if okay yeah how would you react if your ex got a fucking tattoo of your face on their face would you not be like hysterical as in like funny it'd be funny it would not be funny can you imagine (laughs) my fucking face i've got like no i've got issues as it is let alone seeing my face seeing her face no, oh, my like Waffle Lol Mayo, once you realize that we're never getting back together, good luck getting another, like, girlfriend. Ruffle Lol Mayo, once you realize that I'm ugly and you've got this, like, Shut I Shut up. Yeah, but, bro, I've got an issue with even looking at my partner's eyes and then seeing the reflection of her eyes in my eyes because I'm like, that's what I look like. Oh, my God. You need to shut up. And then that black and white picture that I posted of us is banging. Oh, look, I'm shit. But that's what I (laughs) (laughs) I've got very, I've got like, I've got hints of like, (laughs) you know, like, (laughs) and then every other time you're like, so that's my rip of the week that, um, and probably your rip of the week that I had to subject you to it. Um, yeah. I hope yes. they never get back together. I just. Uh, if Marelli, you, if get you get some back, help, bro. Yeah. Get some help. Um, to, get a good laser removalist for the. She was hot. And I also realized that she, that they have an OnlyFans together. So what, what would happen then? Like who owns the domain then? Or do they just leave it and just split I the profits? maybe leave it. But I think it's I think it's the chick with the face tattoo that is like the main person with it. Right. Well, um, this all sounds so stable. Um, I just the Laura chick is not <laughs> even hot though. She's not even hot. And I also, when you go and say me and King are moving out, the end of the Najam family, but you've only got seven hundred and eighty-eight views. Who are you doing this for? For yeah, what are you doing with your life? You only like, posted. Stop. You only started this two months ago. <sighs> Story- She's already got like what four hundred thousand followers or something. They've got four three hundred and twenty six thousand oh, followers, but it's not translating to YouTube. These tattoos are horrible as well. Can I just say, horrendous? Like, I'm just gonna tell you right now that. 
in a few years' time when they start to bleed and blend and this shitty that detailing is the angle, and eh? shading, it, it's starting to seep through your skin. My God. You're just going to. But also all of those photos and like canvas prints that she's gone and gotten, she went to fucking Vista print, made sure that she got them out real fucking quickly, went to Office Works, went and did that real fucking quick. Who are you doing this for? And why is it only Snapchat images? Can you tell me? It's like she went on her Instagram story and just started screenshotting things. I hate it. But don't it. you reckon that Laura just looks like an island boy? Yeah, definitely. Island um, boy. Bruh, it's so bad. What the it fuck, so man? so bad. The writing on the wall, see you soon, lover, with the – and she's kissing it. And the one from three days ago where there's like 50 photos of her that she's put all over the staircase and stuff. Also, this house is giving me um, dealer vibes. Oh, absolutely, but that's OnlyFans vibe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and then she has a full diss track out on YouTube, oh and it's no. called Daddy Laura Najam. It's more, it's more like no jam no for me. Jam. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Oh, fuck. I'm going to put my phone down before I have an aneurysm <laughs> um, from looking at any more of that. So well, fucking rip. Honorable mention, and this is... A rip of the week, but a very sad rip of the week. Yeah. Um, Aaron Carter, we just found out, has just passed away at age 34. Um, and they said that he drowned in a bathtub. So Still pending further investigation. Mm. Um, I think it potentially may is- have been... Like a, maybe like an OD. Like, an OD like and he just Houston. fell asleep. Yeah. She, yeah. Our uh, condolences to the Carter family. Yeah. And yeah. and um, anyone out there who may be struggling with um, addiction or anything like that. I really, really loved him growing up. Like he was one of my very first crushes. And um, it's so like you just really don't know what's going on behind mm-hmm. closed doors. No matter how grand and perfect someone's life may seem yeah absolutely so if anyone is struggling um there are plenty of resources out there you can call um lifeline at 13 11 14 um there's also beyond blue black dog and um the butterfly institute there are so many so yeah um well moving on moving from that one um we are gonna do something new and very exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, a little bit thrilling, you might say. <laughs> I don't know if we we haven't got a name for this segment just yet. Maybe if we have a rip, we should have an a woo woo. No, um, <laughs> we haven't. We, we haven't got an a woo woo of the week. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we will workshop a name. Maybe one will come up naturally. Or but, if anyone else um, has, or if anyone else has, fucking DM us. Yeah, uh, on more than welcome. Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> we are about to be as uh, Esther's fiance Laura has said. Some creepy bitches. We are creepy um, bitches. Now we've been given a handful of uh, I don't know what would you call a it. A handful like, of links. A handful of links to scary, creepy. True crime. True crime, paranormal, uh, just creepy shit. Yeah, creepy shit. So she has given us three, <laughs> literally two minutes before we decided to start recording. We chose yeah. one. We haven't opened the link yet. We've done zero research Nothing. as well. 
Nothing. Absolutely going in raw. Absolute raw dog. <laughs> raw dog of the week. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So, oh my god, so, that's what we should name it. We'll we'll figure it out. I, I feel like we've, there could be a few potential right here. Oh, but fuck. um we have both decided on something called the Papin sisters. Is it Papin? Papin? Is it pap- Papin? Papin. I don't know. I'm going to say Papin. Okay, I'm going to say Papin. Papin. Pap- All right. Papin. Are we going to say Papin? Pap- Papin. Okay. Let's click on the link though. It's it's French. It's French. It's French. Papin. The Papin sisters. So, okay. You okay, ready maybe for we should croissant. Baguette. Alright. Okay. One of one of my co-workers oh, at my fuck. current job is has a French accent. I just really want to quickly say everything she says sounds amazing. Mm. And yesterday she said, What the fuck? But it came out as what's the fuck? <laughs> And I just may say that at some point during this article. I love that. <laughs> just, Thank you. It's just like how I outed you the other day when it was like 2015, you, and it was like oh. the rage comment saying, go, Le Trafel is. Stop it. Le- Stop. Like, Ew. fuck. No, no, she is long gone, that, that Adrienne. Because we should have a left. Party. Jesus Christ. Um, okay, continuing. Well, this comes from uh, the source of allthatsinteresting.com. Okay. Uh, all right. And we we respect all the victims involved in this uh, murder Absolutely. trial. So all the respect to all the victims. And their <sighs> families, their friends, anyone who still may be tied to this years later. Yes. Okay. So Are we going to read the title? Yes. So this is the gruesome case of the Papin sisters and the murder trial that divided 1930s France. Oi. Okay. Oi. While the murders, <laughs> while Sorry. the murders committed in February 1933 by the Papin sisters were appalling. The treatment they experienced as servants by a wealthy French family made intellectuals see their case as a symbol for class struggle. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Christine and Léa Papin mm-hmm. committed one of the grisliest murders in the history of France. They ripped out the eyes of their victims, rendered their faces unrecognizable, and mutilated their genitals. Yo, this oh, happened on February 2nd, 1933. Fuck me. Their victims were the mother and daughter of a well-off family that employed them, Leonie and Genevieve Lunchelin. What the hell, man? These pictures of them after their arrest, they just look so... It's like they're, they're sitting on trial, but the trial's like wasting their time almost. The They've left one like, just looks... What's it, uh, That's Christine on the left. Yeah, Christine. She's giving no fucks. She's like literally like, oh my God. The yes. ringleader vibe. Mm. And Leah's like sort eh. of looks like she's contemplating what's happened, but she's not fully sad either. They're very dull behind the eyes. Yeah, they give me like the dead eye. That's what it gives me. Mm. And they've got oddly nice robes on. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Well, that's fine. <laughs> Well, the life inside. It's okay. Sorry. It's okay. We're both just like, what in the fuck are we reading? I know. The life inside, the Lachin, the Lancelin? Lancelin? Is that how you I don't know. Lanc- Lancelin? Well, life inside the Lancelin home 
So Christine and Leia Papin uh, worked as domestic servants for a retired lawyer. Oh my God, Rene and his wife, Leonie, uh, and their grown daughter, Genevieve. Uh, they lived in a beautiful two-story house in the city of Le Mans. Okay. By outside accounts, the family treated them very well. They ate the same food as the family. They lived in a heated room and they paid, uh, they were paid the standard wages of the time. So they weren't underpaid. So it seemed like that they had a pretty good setup. Yeah. What the hell? Okay. And before the crimes, the professional comportment of the siblings were apparently excellent. In fact, uh, that the family were were the envy of the French upper-class household for having such dedicated and hardworking domestic help. <gasps> so it seems like, you know, they've had a, a pretty good life and a pretty good- Everything's um, going smoothly. You know, pretty good work standards yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, that seems um, pretty fine. Do you reckon that they, um, do you reckon they preempted it? Like they premeditated the murders before they started? Oh, I guess we'll it? find out. Hey, I don't know. Um, I feel like maybe something struck a chord while they mm. were there. I don't know. Maybe they already had a burning thing against rich people and it just escalated living there. Maybe. Um, just jealousy, I feel. Maybe they had a bit of like a Robin Hood thing. Like a Yes. In this household, it seems that the sisters had an atypical relationship with their employers. For one, neither of the women had spoken to Renee in the entire seven years that they worked there. Can you imagine not talking to like and the you main have sitting employer? And dinner together. That's to weird. House. Mm. Mm. The sisters were given orders by the wife. Even then, she only communicated through written directions. Well, they must have just you know, sat away from them. Maybe they had like a separate place or a, a separate table. Like they had like their own table. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I true. guess. But then who was making the food? Was it different, different people? Different people, I guess. Well, Leonie, the wife, was also a woman that demanded perfectionism um, as she routinely performed white glove tests on the furniture to confirm that the furniture had mm. been dusted. What the fuck? Okay. And then it says Mm. on the, okay, that would probably tip you over the edge because you'd be constantly having to be performing to perfectionism. Does it warrant murder though? I don't think so. No, I don't think so. I do feel, it must be a lonely life a little bit. Yeah. They're not talking to anyone and it's only just them and they're only given through Yeah. So I guess like from what it sounds like so far, it's like isolation, a bit of segregation and um, perfectionism. Yeah. I would probably say a little bit of segregation. Yeah. Especially if she doesn't talk to them. Both of them don't talk to the owners of the Mm. household. So on the day of the murders, it was dark and raining heavily. Very fitting. After a shopping trip, the mother and daughter were to go directly mm-hmm. to the home of Leonie's brother where Renee would meet them. The family were not expected home by the sisters until late in the evening. The two siblings continued with their errands, one of which was to pick up the iron from the repair shop. I already don't like this. Um, when the iron was plugged into the electrical outlet, it blew a fuse. They decided to wait until the morning to try to repair the fuse, given that the Lancelins would not return home until late into the evening. But Leonie and Genevieve returned home unexpectedly. According to Christine, when the mother was told that the iron was broken Mm -hmm. and that the electricity was out, she flew into a violent rage. Christine then smashed a pewter jug onto the mother's head, which led Genevieve to come to her mother's defense and attack Christine. 
Infuriated, Christine allegedly shouted, I am going to massacre them. Leo rushed down from the attic and attacked the mother with with Christine egging her on. Smash her into the ground and tear her eyes out, she shouted. Agreeing with her pleas, Leah followed suit and Christine proceeded to tear Genevieve's (gasps) eyes from her face. Are these photos of it? See, I told you. (gasps) I told you that Christine is like the fucking mastermind. Look at these (gasps) pictures. Are they photos? That is disgusting. Disgusting. Look at them. They're literally just mutilated. Oh, and this is in black and white and you can still see how disgusting fuck. this is. Rendered unrecognizable. What the actual fuck? Oh, without their fuck. eyes, the mother and daughter were rendered without helpless. Eyes? We both read that at the same time because we're like, what's going on? Continue. I want you to continue. What the fuck? The sisters gathered a hammer a knife and a pewter pot and struck blows on their victims until the mother and the daughter lay silent. They lifted up their skirts. Oh, fuck. They lifted up the skirts of the corpses and began oh. cutting into their buttocks and thighs. In one final gruesome act, the sisters blasted. Uh, the sisters What's basted. Leonie basted. Let me look it up. Let me look it up. Uh, Leonie with her daughter's menstru- menstruation to blood. Basted. No, she basted. Basted like, means like, to, um, to pour fat or juices a- over meat during cooking in order to keep it moist. So they basted her with mm. her menstruation. So, they poured her menstruation blood on her. Oh, blood. Yeah. So in one final gruesome act, the sisters basted Leonie, so the mother, with her daughter's menstruation blood. That is. Oh my God. Unbelievable. The murderesses cleaned themselves, locked every door in the house, lit one candle in their room and waited for the inevitable. When his wife and daughter failed to show up for dinner, Rene returned home with one of his friends. They found all of the doors locked and the house in pitch darkness. Rene contacted the police who broke into the townhouse. After the two sisters were found naked in bed what together, the fuck? What? they immediately confessed to the double murder. They claimed that it was self-defense as Christine Papin simply said it was her or us. Leah told the police, from now on, I am now, I am deaf and dumb. Right. So she, I think Leah, by the sounds of it, even in those pictures of them, like the portraits after it happened, she seemed to look like sort of in shock from what she did. The other one did not seem to give a shit at all. Um, Yeah. Christine looked like that. She just full of, full of rage. Also, self-defense is one hit over the head with a jug, not fucking cutting somebody up and like doing- Cutting people up and tearing out their eyes. What the fuck? Oh my God. The gruesome case of the Papin sisters attract the interest of intellectuals of the time as they argue that the murders were the manifestation of- of the class struggle. This was not wow. a manifestation of class struggle. They seem they like were that. In they a had good it fucking care. Good. Yeah, they literally had it so good. I can tell you right now, back in the 40s when my nonna lived in Switzerland with my nonna and she was like a full-time, exactly the same as them for mm. a really rich Swiss family in a mansion, she got treated terribly. Would she do anything of this sort though? No, like class struggle 
What the fuck? No. Well, it goes on to say that they believe that the girls rebelled against their mean-spirited masters reflected in the poor conditions under which the people who worked as servants to the rich lived. Prominent intellectuals like Jean-Paul uh, Zatier and Simone de Beauvoir and Jean Genet held up the crime as an example of class welfare. Also, sorry to everyone. I'm not, I don't speak French. <laughs> These are playwriters wow. and poets. I'm just like, this is just. What? I have never heard that someone would cut I'm someone sorry. open. <sighs> And then base their mum with menstruation. I have never heard that before. In all the true crime that I've ever seen, that is a first. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I've never anything like this. There Jeez, is no ugh, excuse. Fuck. I don't give a shit. Like, there were no signs that they were being mistreated whatsoever. So I have to highly disagree with this being a class welfare struggle. I've got to read this. This is what the hell. The defense. Yeah. yeah, you need to process this. Yeah, it's like verbal it processing. Um, the defense argued that the sisters were temporarily insane during the time of the. Oh, so just for that, like 20 minutes, they're insane. They cited a cousin. Fucking yeah. 20 minutes. They cited a cousin who died in an asylum, a grandfather prone to violent attacks of temper, and an uncle who had committed suicide as evidence of a hereditary disposition towards insanity. Okay, then. So, like, lock them up? Is this where we're going? Psychological experts later argued in the aftermath of the trial that the Papine sisters suffered a folie du the condition of shared psychosis. This is something that's super interesting that um, – and ex-uncle of mine who was a doctor used to tell me about and he'd be like if you are locked in a room with someone who is telling you that they're seeing spiders on the walls but they're not there eventually you're gonna start seeing the spiders um that's what that is like yeah yeah it's absolutely wild um the symptoms of the shared paranoid psychosis included hearing voices a sense of persecution and a capability for inciting violence in perceived self-defense against imagined threats as well as inappropriate expressions of sexuality. Those afflicted with paranoia will often focus on a mother figure as a persecutor, and in this case, the persecutor was Madame Lancelin. In such states, one half of the pair will often dominate the other as Christine dominated Leah, which you can see. What the fuck? Okay. Okay, we can see in the photos. Yeah. Paranoid schizophrenia can be difficult to diagnose as the paranoid person can appear quite normal, which is how the sisters would have likely come across to the prosecution at their trial. Do you want to do the at closing the thing to this, how this ended? <sighs> Sure. The court decided that the Papin sisters were sane and therefore mm. guilty. Good. Christine Papin was sentenced to put to death by guillotine in the public square at Le Mans uh, on the 30th of September 1933. Leah Papin oh. was considered an accomplice and was given a lighter sentence of 10 years of hard labour. That is, is not nothing. that long. That is literally nothing. It's nothing, especially... Okay, well, far out. Can you imagine? Oh, my God, though. Uh, while Christine was waiting in a holding cell for her punishment, 
No, I was going to say, oh. it doesn't end there. Keep going. This yeah. is the last bit. <gasps> Sorry. Okay. Oh, my God. I just read. <gasps> okay. While Christine was in her holding cell for her punishment, she became unhinged and tried to claw her own eyes out. She was then put in a straitjacket while her sentence was committed was commuted to life imprisonment. Wow. But as soon as she began. <laughs> soon. She began to starve herself and died as a result in 1937. Wait, when was she? So it took her four years to die? Yeah, that's um, because it was in 1933. Yeah. So Take that how long. You, well, it would have been right, gradual. It must have just been a very Plus gradual would have made her like eat bits here and there and have water. So you can only eat. make yourself die yeah. so fast. Oh my God, Leah. Mm, Leah Papin was re- no, was released after eight years on good behavior in 1941. Then she went to reside with her mother and lived a long and quiet life under under an assumed name. The Papin sisters what? are two figures that will live in infamy as their story inspires a mixture of horror and fascination, but no one will ever know the true story of those two mentally disturbed okay. sisters. Um, <sighs> And and that is the story of the Papin sisters. That is okay. Looking wild. at this, right? So the fact that Leah was able to live the rest of her life and didn't do anything bad ever again. What do you make of that? Like, do you think that her sister had some psychotic episode and she freaked out and like just, you know, defended herself because she was scared of like everything that was going on? Or what do you think? <sighs> Well, it just seemed like that they were – it just seems so – I know I don't know these people (laughs) when we just read this, but like so out of character. If they were fed good, they – but the thing – the thing – I know that it's such a tiny detail, but that they were found naked in their room. Yeah. That's fucking weird. Maybe it's – it's and it's such a personal – to me, it sounds like that it's such a personal um, calculated attack on the women with like them then – like because, you know, there's stabbing, there's a gunshot thing and stuff like that. But for them to then – go with their eyes and then do this and then do that. That's a lot of planning. And that's like not just stopping at they died. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm definitely thinking because they spent seven years in this house, they only had each other. They're clearly messed up that maybe they were like lovers as well and they were just all around fucked up. I'm looking at these photos. Oh, do you think that there was some sort of incestual? Yeah, I'm just doing a bit more Googling and it seems to be like a, a theory that they they must have been in a relationship with each other. Um, I, Yeah. The, these I just, look, I never do this, but I'm just trying to look at this picture again of the actual crime scene because the more I look at it, I you really can't understand fully what's going on in the picture because they are so heavily mutilated. Jesus. Mm. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, that's just sick. They were also portrayed in uh, American Horror Story Roanoke ah. as Miranda and Bridget Okay, Jane. I've, I've never, um, I've not seen that season. What in the hell? So okay, if anyone wants on. to kind of, I guess. Murderous and incestuous French maids. What the frick? 
Okay. Yeah. So some, some people do allude to them. Yeah. Being incestuous. That is absolutely cooked. Mm. I just feel like the older sister is, is like the, yeah, she's like the control, controlling body of the two of them. That is wild. Fuck. Well, thanks Laura. For that? Oi. Um, I don't even know what to oi, say oi, after hey, that. Fuck. Like, damn. Um, uh, also, the fact that they just, like, they locked up the house and just waited to get caught. That's weird. Right? It's like, well, It sounds okay. to me like they Time were so confident that what they did was the right thing. It was weird to, well, Do you reckon? to sit and wait and to not even try to run, to me, says that in their mind, they thought that they did mm. the right thing um, and that they wouldn't be charged as guilty. And mm. and they didn't feel guilty enough to want to run. But locking the doors is odd. If you're sitting and waiting. Yes. Locking the doors. Strange. Yeah. Like, would you not just open it up? Mm. Yeah. But it, <sighs> fuck. I'm looking at a um, a larger image of the. Yeah. Crime scene. Yeah, it's it's a very personal it attack. Is. It's extremely intimate. I would call it mm. an intimate murder. Wow. Well, thanks for that. Fuck. <sighs> well, on that note, did you want to wrap <laughs> we it up? We can wrap it up there. Um Yeah, we can all just after this episode go and process. Up. I feel like anyone who's listening is now gonna be Googling these sisters. So just a warning, it's pretty graphic, even though there's only a couple of photos. Mm. Wow. And if anyone has if anyone has a murder that you want to share or if you have um, like that you want us to cover or read about and we can do a blind reaction just like this, if you like it, let us know and 100% we'll do it because um, as someone who loves true crime and someone else who's a bit um, squeamish, she's a bit squeamish, I think that this might be a really good uh, little – Look, Little, you should uh, all yeah. be impressed that I made it through that. You re- and then went to Google pictures after. Did Alana just? No, she uh, didn't. I'm just like in. turning around. I know, right? You went. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. That I'm is so not proud something- of you that you went and looked it up <laughs> after too. Half the time I can't even get through the Wikipedia because I'm like, you know what? This is too much for me. I'm just going to imagine that there was a happy yeah, ending too, and leave true, it at that. Too true. <laughs> Well, the happy ending is that they yeah, both died. Yeah, uh, even though they Fuck. sort of got well, the younger one really got a, just got away with Christine it. Christine has that fucking look in her yeah, eye, though. Eh? She does that. Christine That's- chick. She's got a look in her eyes. It's eye. the She's look the of I'm going to cross the road eye. and walk on the other side of the street and maybe go into a convenience store look in her eye. That's what she's got. Thank you, mm. everyone, for Thank listening. Thank you. Um, if you like this, give us a five star. Subscribe. Let us know how you liked it. We love it. Mm. Well, I do. I don't know. About I you. look. It was. It was a wild ride. That's what I'm going to say. That's just what I'm going to say. Um, and mm-hmm. I really. I don't even Are you like. Okay, buddy? I don't even have words. Um, I don't think my brain is letting me think about it too much. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe you know what? Yeah. It's let's. Be all right, we'll, we'll top it off there. Maybe we can. We next episode at the beginning. We can talk a bit about the Twenty Seven Club. Um, cause that would be cool. Yeah. I'd fucking love it would to be that'd be cool. Right. Um, cause there's so many that yeah, are in there. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, all right. Mm. Well, peace out and all right. may your week be good. I don't really <laughs> be abundant, abundant and fruitful. And fruitful. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. 
<laughs> All right. We'll see you next week, guys. All right, guys. Ciao, ciao. All right. Well, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>